Hello. Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please, come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Disney Brit Radio Show. Thank you for joining us and it has been a long time since we last spoke to you all and we'll explain exactly why in uh, a few minutes but I thought we'd introduce everybody before we uh, got to that. We're just waiting for one more to turn up. She will be here eventually but it's all good. So I'm going to say hello to Gareth first. Hello Gareth. Hello Adam, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm fantastic, thank you. We want to say Happy New Year because it's the first time we've really spoken <laughs> properly. Um, a good Christmas, good New Year. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good, yeah. Excellent. And, uh, credit card bill's about to drop. Look no, you don't want that. Oh, rubbish. Lose it, so you never got it. And we're going to say hello to Katie. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Long time no speaking. Long time no speak indeed. And uh, good Christmas, New Year, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I had a lovely Christmas and New Year. We were in Disneyland Paris for New Year. Alan so that was very year. exciting. And Alan and was home. Yeah, that's good. And hello, John. Hello. And happy Christmas, New Year. No, happy Christmas. Oh, I suppose, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. New Year. Happy New Year and all that sort of stuff. You all good? And to you, sir. Everything's good here, yeah. Excellent. Fine and dandy. So, uh, the reason we've not had a show for about a month now, and um, we did promise you a Christmas Day show, it didn't happen. And the reason it didn't happen is basically uh, just after we'd recorded the last show, my Mac blew up, gave up, and it just sits there and it doesn't do anything. And. Um, Desperately tried to get it to work, absolutely nothing. So I'm now sat on a new computer, hoping this one's going to work. But the sad news is, all of my old music and all of that stuff was on my old computer. And at present, not managed to get it off. So uh, you'll probably hear things go wrong and all sorts of stuff. So it's taken nearly a month now to get a computer up and running and sorted and ready to go. So we apologise for the delay, but we are back and uh, normal service resumes, I suppose. Anyway, so what we're going to do today, well... As you know, over Christmas time, I went on a trip to uh, to Walt Disney World for Christmas. So what we're going to do is I'm going to do my good, bad, ugly. And also, Katie went over to Disneyland Paris for her, uh, for her Christmas or New Year celebration. So she's going to be bringing her good, bad, ugly as well. So it's a good, bad, ugly show from Disneyland Paris and from uh, Walt Disney World pretty much uh, on this episode. That kind of makes sense, doesn't it? That works. So... Um, before we carry on, I'm going to have to. I think we'll have to have this as some music to start off with. So I'm going to put this on. This makes Katie feel very happy. It does. I'm not going to do the rap, but it see. does make me feel happy. I can't do it. He can. You can. I can, you can, can do it. That's true. I can do it. I'm not going to do it. So this is Moana. It's not got any words. How on. good is Moana, by the way? It's all right. It's, yeah. it's okay. No, it's oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I've been listening to the soundtrack constantly it's, since I watched it. It's all right. It wasn't. I, I wasn't. I didn't it. come out going wow. That it doesn't help that I saw it the day. I saw it the day I landed from America. Yeah, that's probably. The- <laughs> 
I, I watched it. I quite enjoyed it, but it wasn't like, wow. Uh, Gwen no, saw half in, of it. It's in my top ten. Is it really? Yeah. Gwen saw half of it. I she fell like asleep. I watch it again. I don't, oh, yeah, I don't I know. I watched it again. I loved it. I've seen it twice already and I'm desperate to see it a third time. Exciting. Music's quite good. And then, of course, I went one step further. And Of course you what did. What did you do? <laughs> I got the, uh, I've started a new tattoo. And the first oh, thing of course I had you tatt did. tattooed on me was the Kakamora, which are the little coconut babbies. You did. There you go. So, okay, let's talk a little bit about what happened then. So, uh, to give you an idea, just to keep playing that every now and again. Um, to give you an idea, I went off to uh, Walt Disney World, went out on the 17th of December, stayed there till the 28th of December, and ended up flying back. There you go. And Katie, you went out to Disneyland Paris when? We went out on the 29th of December, and we stayed through till the 5th of January, so we had a good solid week there, which was great. Okay, that's cool. So what we're going to do is we're going to mix it up. We're going to do our goods for Disney World and Disneyland Paris, and then we're going to do our bads for both, and then we're going to do our uglies for both if we've got it. Um, oh. So there you go. So it confuse everybody totally. So um, I've actually got two good lists, and the reason I've got two good lists is I've got my list... And I've also got Gwen's list, and the reason I've got it hers is because it was her first ever trip to Walt Disney World. So I thought it'd be interesting to see what her goods, bads, and uglies were in comparison to mine, because I know what to expect, and she didn't know necessarily what to expect. So um, we'll go with. Let's start off with you, Katie. Let's do your goods to start off with. Um, okay, so I have a few because it was a very good trip. Okay, that's fine. Probably not as many as I've got on mine, so that's why. Probably I start not. With you. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess I'm going to start off with the Christmas season, just generally. Yep. Um, I've been to Disneyland Paris for the Christmas season before and really enjoyed it, but it just it felt so nice. I think maybe because we went just after Christmas yep. and it kind of kept that Christmassy feeling going for a little bit longer. I really enjoyed that. There was a few new additions, so I really liked a couple of new um, floats in the yeah. Christmas parade, yeah. um, which I thought were really nice. Um, a few new characters in there, which I thought was really good. Um, I really like that because I've been I've seen the Christmas season a few times, so it's always nice to have something a little different yeah. to add in there. But I thought it was really good. The decorations were kind of top form. Um, everything was really pretty. It was incredibly cold when we were there, right. and we had days and days where there was this kind of freezing fog. Which made the whole park look absolutely photos, stunning. Yeah. Um, I've never seen the park look quite like that before because it was literally covered in a layer of white and yeah. it lasted all it lasted for days. Never oh, mind cool, all day, okay. it lasted for days, um, and it was so pretty, especially around. The manor looked absolutely amazing in the yeah. park um, and the castle and all around there. It, it just looked so pretty. It was incredibly cold, but it was kind of worth it for that. A different right. view on the park, and it was really it looked top form. Okay. Well, that was my good. first one. Do you want me to go through the yeah, rest? Yeah, you of go mine? through the rest, and then I'll go through mine. Otherwise, we'll confuse everybody. Okay, that's fine. So another big one for me was Big Thunder Mountain mm -hmm. because it has been closed forever. I'm not going to say too much because I know you guys are trying to stay kind of spoiler free for your next trip. Yeah. Um, but obviously it's been closed for a year. It's my absolute favourite ride at Disneyland Paris. So I was so excited to get to go on Big Thunder Mountain again and it didn't disappoint. It was completely worth it. It did have a few issues. It did break down quite a few times. 
Um, so we had a few times where we had like fast passes and yeah. we couldn't get on the ride at that time, but that was no big deal because we just came back later. Totally worth it. I rode it a ton of times. It's gone straight back to the top of my list of favourite rides. Oh, wow. Probably okay. ever. It's amazing. I love what they've done with it. I think it looks absolutely brilliant. So, big okay. thumbs up for Big Thunder Mountain. Excellent. Well, I would agree with that. Disneyland Paris, is, everybody knows, has got the best Big Thunder Mountain anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you know what? I agree with and you. And it's better than it used to be. We yeah. talked about this uh, when we were out in Disney World about which was better and which do we prefer. And again, having ridden the the Orlando version, I still prefer the Paris version so much. It just seems that each time they built it, they just managed to tweak it and perfect it. And yeah. Tweak it and perfect it, and then they finally come up with Disneyland Paris. Yeah, I, th- I agree with you. It's perfect. And then if they've added it's to that what they've added to California as well as giving it a big lick of pain and yeah. you know just updating it a bit then I imagine it will be pretty spectacular and I'm really excited about getting on it again yeah it's worth the wait like obviously it's been a really big miss in the parks for the last year um, and it's so popular the wait times are so long which kind of just goes to show how much people have missed it um, and but it's brilliant I love what they've done with it and it, it looks like it looks amazing, especially at night. It looks absolutely the amazing. Geysers are working again. Yeah, yes, are, I knew they were which is amazing. Back. Although we did have one day where they were. Is it like nineties the last time they were working? I think so. Yeah, and yeah. we did have one day there where they weren't working because we went on the Molly Brown. Ago. We're kind of maybe going into bads now, but we went on the Molly Brown, and I was so excited to see it, and Alan didn't know what I was excited about because he'd never seen them working. And we came around the corner where uh, you can see them, and yeah. they weren't working. I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we did see them working later on in the trip, so that was okay. okay. I was, yeah, I was a bit disappointed at that point. Fair enough. Okay, what else have we got on your list? Another big good for me was we did the New Year's Day brunch at Inventions. Oh, okay. And this was so nice. It, there was a couple of things that maybe nearly made it slip onto my not-so-good list, but overall, it was absolutely brilliant. It was very expensive. Yeah. Um, it was not the kind of thing that I think you could really justify doing on every trip, but we thought because it was New Year and it was something a little bit special, we would do it, and it was brilliant. The characters all had, like, fantastic outfits that we'd never seen before yeah. and that they weren't wearing anywhere else. We met quite a lot of characters. We did think at one point we weren't going to get to meet quite a few of the key characters which mm-hmm. made me a bit annoyed um, but they did come around again I think it was really busy they had both Inventions and California Grill open for the brunch um, so it was, it was pretty packed which I think is why the characters didn't make it around quite as many times as they normally would Yeah. Um, but the food was spot on it was really really good and the service was really good and we got some really good interactions with the characters I had a really um, nice dress on and I was in the middle of the restaurant spinning around Daisy kept making me spin around so that she could see my dress and it was all lovely and we got some lovely photographs and it was a really nice kind of chilled way to spend New Year's Day Okay. which was good so I enjoyed that a lot Okay. Um, another one of my goods was the Magic Circus which is where we stayed um, we'd never stayed in one of the hotels over on that side you know where Explorers and Kyriad and Dreamcastle and Magic Circus are mm. we'd always stayed either in a Disney hotel or at Valdi Europe um, and we stayed out there and Magic Circus was great we got a really good price on it and the hotel itself was lovely um, it is nice, uh, it's a former holiday inn isn't it 
Yeah, it is. Um, and it was really good. I thought the, the breakfast buffet was really good. The room was really nice. The lobby was lovely. It had a really nice smell when you went in. Mm. Um, I really liked how the doors were made to look like a kind of big top tent. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really nice hotel. For another reason, I probably wouldn't stay there again. But I did really like the hotel. But we'll get onto that when we get to the... Oh, when we get to the bad stuff, that's fine. So, on that note then, Katie, off-site or on-site? I would always prefer to stay on-site, but since we've had annual passes, it's always been cheaper every time mm. to stay off-site. So, I think that's kind of the... Like, the kind of weighing up that you have to do. But I haven't managed to find an on-site at a cheaper price than staying on-site. But if you stay on your pass, though, you can be really lucky and get the 60% off. You can, yeah, if you have the right time of year, you can, yeah. If you dates, because I went for just one, literally one night in November, um, and it was £57 for uh, three of us to stay in Cheyenne. Wow. Yeah, so that that's amazing. A bargain. I think because we were there over New Year, the prices were obviously of course, yeah, a lot big higher, scene, isn't it? so it, a we got price. a real bargain price on Magic Circus, which is why we decided to give it a go, and obviously you still get extra Magic Hours with your annual pass, yeah. so we decided to give it a go, and I don't mind staying off-site because we've got the annual passes and we can still use extra Magic Hours. If I couldn't use extra Magic Hours, I probably wouldn't stay off-site. Mm-hmm. Oh, but my favourite off-site still would be the release bar at Valde Europe. Oh, why are we talking about this? Because we have not stayed yeah. in this one. That would still be my favourite. Magic Circus was cool, and I really enjoyed the theme. Um, and I'm really glad that I've stayed in one over that way. Yeah. But Valde Europe's a lot more convenient. Okay. So, What's next also... upon your good list? Um, smoking. I noticed a, a dramatic decrease in the number of people that I saw smoking Excellent. in the wrong place. So I think that deserves a bit of a thumbs up. Yeah. Um, they are obviously trying to tackle it. I did still see some of it. I'm not going to say there was none, um, but they're definitely making inroads into That's that. Um, we definitely noticed that there were fewer. Definitely. Fair enough. That's good news. Yep. Agreed with that. Any other goods? That is the bottom of my list okay. of goods, which doesn't seem that long, but I think. I think because we'd been quite recently, we were only there in September, yeah. um, there wasn't as many things that we hadn't seen um, like quite recently, so there was other things that I mm. still thought were amazing, mm. so things like making the Magician, I still thought that was amazing, yeah. but it wasn't the first time we'd seen it, it was the first time in September, so I still thought that was absolutely brilliant, still loved Ratatouille Single Rider, still like, I don't know why more people don't use Ratatouille Single Rider. Um, we had some great interactions on Tower of Terror. Yeah. That was really good. Oh, actually, no, there's a few more things that I haven't mentioned. I haven't mentioned any of the actual New Year stuff. The parade on New Year's Eve mm-hmm. at the studios was amazing, absolutely brilliant. It was full of rare characters. And I saw Launchpad McQuack, which is like a dream. So that was that was definitely top of the list. I can't believe I missed that out. But yeah, we saw we saw Mushu and we saw Hades, we saw Launchpad McQuack, we saw Darkwing Duck. Like that is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm jealous of that. Yeah, Let's it was get dangerous. It was pretty cool. So we actually watched that parade twice. We only planned to watch it once, but it was so much fun that we watched it the second time as well. Um so yeah, and that was only on, on New Year's Eve only in the studios so that was pretty good and it used all of the cars from the stars and cars parade and so it was quite nice to see those again and there was a new one for moana because she was in it oh, okay um so i thought that was quite interesting that there was a new was it, an, 
Was it a new design or was it just the Lilo and Stitch one? Recently? I couldn't remember. I'm guessing it probably was the Lilo and Stitch one, but they That's were in the grey as well. Stitch was dressed as Elvis. Oh, oh brilliant. Yeah, I was so excited to see like Elvis that. Stitch. That was That's exciting. Awesome. But I couldn't remember what the Lilo and Stitch one used to look like, but I think it probably was that one. But they had still done a bit of stuff to it okay. to make it more themed. So that was good to see more in it as well. Um, and Hades was like unreal. It had the buddy from Mulan in it as well. Oh, yeah, Cheng. Is that his name? Cheng. That's the, that's the goodie. That's the one she gets with. It's oh. Cheng. What's his name? I also. Oh, it's gonna annoy me. It's gonna come to me. In it. It's, I it's, just think I'm on. He's a hun. King hun. Yeah. King hun. Was <laughs> he was. You okay, hun? I've seen him before. He's massive, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, Shun you. Shun you. That's him. There you is go. it? Yeah. It is, yeah. That's him. He was in it. He was really scary. But Hades was amazing. I cool. loved Hades. Right then, um, so So is that all your goods on your list? Yeah. Okay. It was, yeah. Right, so I'll go over to my list then. Right, here we go. Where am I gonna start? Um I'm gonna start with Hollywood Studios. <gasps> the whole of Hollywood Studios was a good for me. Um, yeah, and the reason I say it is, I was really worried about turning up Hollywood Studios and there being absolutely nothing there, there being green fences anywhere, it being a real mess, and just going, this is a waste of a day. But I think they've actually handled it very, very well. And yes, half the studios is missing at the minute because everything else is going on. But the way they've kind of cordoned it off, put the fences up and all those bits and pieces, it really hasn't impacted on how the park looks. So I kind of warned Gwen a lot before we went about the fact that it's probably not going to look that great. There's probably going to be a lot of stuff that's closed, etc., etc. And actually, it turned out to be a really, really good day anyway, even though kind of part of the, the park was closed. So Hollywood Studios was a good in the sense that it actually lived up to more than what I expected it was going to look like. Here's a question about yeah. it, Adam. Did you notice any change in the attendance to that park? Yeah, it wasn't... When yeah, it wasn't hugely busy, uh, if I'm honest, when we were there. We were there Christmas Eve as well. Uh, and I would say, yeah, it was probably crowd-wise one of the lightest days that we saw. And you were finding towards the end of the evening that Tower of Terror was about half an hour wait. Um, and getting in for... I was able to get a fast pass last minute for Fantasmic because uh, we'd done everything and uh, we managed to get into an early Fantasmic without any problem whatsoever um, and actually it wasn't too crowded for watching the Star Wars nighttime show or the Christmas, the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam show. Um, it was all pretty good to be able to see all of those. So yeah, it was probably a lot lighter. Because yeah, I, was, I would have been I was just curious to see if, if with half the studios now closed off for renovations and, and obviously the Star Wars land and Toy Story land if mm. it would be affecting the attendance if less people would be going because there's less to do. I think there was definitely less people there. Definitely. But but it was a nice surprise that it wasn't quite as, as bad as I was expecting it to be. Uh, we'll stay in studios for a minute. Star Tours Launch Bay. I love Star Tours Launch Bay. It's, it's brilliant. It's just I love Star that Wars Geek there Fest. Well. There's a little bit of added extra as to why I liked it so much, and I'll come on to that in a little while. But I loved it. It was just so much fun. Um, and there was a lot of really cool stuff in there. There was a $180 lightsaber that I was told uh, for blank that I was not um, going to... Uh, going to uh, get which is sad but um there was uh, we were there the day that carrie fisher had been announced that she'd had a heart attack 
and obviously and we were in the launch bay shop and there was loads of stuff signed by Carrie Fisher and I kind of said oh that would be worth an absolute fortune if you know the sad thing happened and then the next day she died and then it's like all oh, this memorabilia signed by Carrie Fisher was in there that's probably going to be worth an absolute fortune now but there was some really great uh, character meet and greets and bits and pieces in there a load of the um, kind of props from the the um, films were in there they'd updated it and there were actually Force Awakens stuff in there um, which was really cool because I'd, I'd seen the film just before we'd gone so I got to see all that which was good and even the film actually the sort of 10 minute film which is all about the making of the Star Wars and how they're, they're creating all the movies those bits and pieces that's been updated to have um, uh, the uh, Rogue One stuff in fact there was Rogue One stuff in there as well when we were in there thinking about it so that had been updated to include Rogue One elements as well so it just as a Star Wars fan you see it and it's just yeah it's brilliant it was really really did good did you meet Kylo Ren? I did but I'll come to that in a little while um, I thought he was terrifying he, he scared me I, I, he absolutely scared me he, he said uh, he said to me something along the lines of um, that uh, you will join the dark side and I said no I'm on the rebellion get over it he didn't respond <laughs> He didn't kill me either, which is good. Um, sticking with the Star Wars theme, the Star Wars nighttime show they had that they brought back for the Christmas season is brilliant. It is so clever because um, they used the whole of the Chinese theatre, plus they used the two buildings. They used a building on the, the kind of studio soundstage on the left of it, as you look at it, and they mounted a screen on the right as well. Um, and they used the whole thing as this panoramic vision of um, of Star Wars, and it was just. It was brilliant. I loved every minute of it. But I'm a proper Star Wars geek, so that kind of, you know, is why. Um, anything else in the studios? Yes. And uh, Gwen's got this on her list as well. For the first time in forever, sing along. Right, we we went to see it. Well, I've not seen it before because we've never had the time to do it. It was so busy last time. And it was fast past this, that and the other. And we thought, oh, it's not too bad. We'll go and see it. And I thought it was just an opportunity to sit down in the theatre and have a bit of a chill and all that sort of stuff. It was hilarious. I don't know if any of you have seen it. I've seen yeah. it. It's absolutely hysterical. Oh, the Paris version is nothing. I think it makes a difference which um, which royal historians you get. I think it does. And obviously, does, the definitely. two historians we saw quite clearly were full of the Christmas spirit and knew it was Christmas Eve. And it was like sitting through some sort of ridiculous pantomime. The stuff they were doing, they got at one point they were trying to make Christoph laugh and he lost it on stage at one point. Uh, Arna lost it at one point. They were stood there making silly references to all sorts of stuff. There's a brilliant moment in it where he said uh, there was a, the bit where Christoph's sleigh smashes on the ground and sets on fire. And he went, oh, Christoph's sledge sets on fire like a Samsung cell phone. Um, and then and then they started with Samsung cell phone and basically kept going with this tongue twist of Samsung cell phone all the way through the show uh, and they were just it was brilliant it was hilarious we came out thinking you know what actually that was far far better it was a really real highlight actually um, so that's all of the studio stuff oh we had to say hello to Susan because she's arrived hello Susan oh hello how are you hello Susan there she is she's been doing work stuff she's been very busy um, what else have I got on my list that's in the studios? Nothing. Okay, I head over to Epcot. I'm going to Frozen Ever After. It's yeah, genius. It's oh, so clever. It is so clever. And again, my worry was they've just put it in Maelstrom and is it actually going to fit? And it does. It fits really well. The animatronics are really, really good. The the Olaf animatronic that you see first is brilliant. Along with just though all the animatronics in there are actually really good. I think they've done a really, really good job of it. Uh, and actually, 
think it's going to be one of those attractions where we're not going to see the queue ever go down. The whole time we were there, the queue didn't drop down to less than two hours. There were points where it was up to three hours uh, for the for the attraction. Now, if I had queued two or three hours for it, I'd have been cross. But we got fast pass and did it with a fast pass. It was brilliant. We also did, did not the... break down at all. No, it didn't break down the whole time we were there. Uh, it was really good. We also went and did the um, Arna and Elsa meet and greet. Because we're grown-ups and that's what we do. Um, and <laughs> we did it late at night. We did it just before we went to see that's Illuminations right. for the second time. So we were like, we're not too worried about kind of getting a front row this time because we've already seen it. And um, we got to spend ages with Arna and Elsa. We were the last ones in and we were messing around with them and doing all sorts. They were doing video clips for us and we were getting them to... Uh, we were talking to them all about different things and bits and pieces, so it was really, really good. Um, they were they were brilliant. So the Frozen section, actually, I think it's done really well. Um, and where else do I need to go in Epcot? Have I got anything else in Epcot? No. Okay, I'm going to go to the Magic Kingdom. Oh, Illuminations, I've been told I've got to mention, is Gwen's favourite. We went to see it twice. She loved it that much. Um, more Magic, than Wishes. More than Wishes. Do you know well, what? Now, Wishes, do it this time for me, Wishes, I'm kind of like, yeah, I've seen it now. A bit bored of it. No. Yeah, even Fantasmic. No, I see for me, Fantasmic wins. Even the best version of that sort of show, though, Dreams is far better. Um, no, but when you've never seen it. For me, Fantasmic still wins. For Gwen, it's Illuminations. See, for me, that it was, was her favourite. Was randomly Disneyland's 50th anniversary fireworks. Remember Dreams? Fair enough. If you ever get a chance to see that, it's absolutely amazing. So. Oh. And it uses the opening intro from Wishes. Oh, I lied. Before I go to Epcot. I've got Soarin' on my list. The new oh, Soarin's yeah. good. The new Soarin's yeah. great. On a good? Yeah, it's on a good. The new Soarin' is really good. I really like it. Um, I've, really only, I've had such mixed things about it. Mm. No, I enjoyed it. I liked it because obviously it's more over the, around the world. and I, I recognise more of the scenes in this one than I did in the, Cal the California one. Was California. I've never been to California. But the, other, well, the new one, I like the look of it. It's good. And it flies over Disney World at the end. Which is even better. And um, if you go to the Disneyland one, it flies over Disneyland. And if you go to the Shanghai one, it flies, it flies over Shanghai. Shanghai. There we go. Mm. Um, where am I going to go? So go to Magic Kingdom then. Tony's Town Square. I went to Tony's Town Square oh, a long time ago now and left disappointed with the food. This time, Tony's Town Square food is so much better than it used to be. Uh, really, really impressed with the, the Tony Town Square stuff. So um, that was going to put in. Uh, Photopass photographers I want to put in as well. There seem to be so many more Photopass photographers out and about than I've ever seen before. They're just mm. all over the place. There's loads of them everywhere, which which is great because you can just get all sorts of different photos in, in front of all sorts of different places. Um, Disney Springs I put down as well. I love Disney Springs. I think it's so much better than than downtown Disney used to be. The only downside to it is that it's full of a lot of branded stuff now, um, which is obviously a little bit more expensive than the other places. There's a super dry store, which is really weird because you go in and go, it's more expensive than it's in England, um, <laughs> which is bizarre. But they have a Uniqlo down there, uh, which is a Japanese clothing brand, and they have, if you want Disney t-shirts and you don't want to pay a fortune for them, go into Uniqlo because they've got loads and loads and loads of them. Really good. It's really cheap in there. We brought a load of sort of stuff back, Disney stuff back from there. Bought some Disney Mickey slippers and some t-shirts and all those bits and pieces that we were able to get in Uniqlo for next to nothing, which is really good. Um... What have I missed? Oh, the update to the FastPass app. 
so the, my Disney experience out, the last trip was I could do my three and then I had to go and find one of those damn kiosks and book another fast pass and I can go off and do another kiosk for another fast pass. And now the fact you can do it on the app is brilliant. And the fact you can do it so quickly is brilliant. Um, so that's I'm really, really impressed with that. How the, did you find the Wi-Fi? Because the last time I was in Disney World, I a found lot better. the Wi-Fi really intermittent. No, it's much. Really struggled with the my experience. They seem to have. They seem to have improved it. Uh, I certainly it's didn't have. Been a mine has been three years since I've been in Disney World. Ah. Yeah, much much better. Definitely much much better. Um, staying in the Adam, yes. I'm oh, sorry, Adam. What was the what was the bill of like for the fourth fast pass? Because when when we looked last time, it just tended to be fill our magic. It was fairly good actually. And one of the <laughs> things you found, and one of the things I did was um, kept checking it because they kept coming up randomly. So um, there was a fairly decent availability. Obviously, as you got later in the day, there was less and less. We got a, a haunted mansion fast pass that was like an hour and a half away. We were sat in Tomorrowland Terrace having something to eat. And it's like, we've still got an hour and a half. Do we do it or do we go? And then I was sat there and I kept checking and checking and checking. And then suddenly Haunted Mansion came up earlier. So I managed to nick it and get an earlier one. So they do kind of, obviously, when people cancel them and things like that, they come up. But the availability wasn't too horrendous, uh, if I'm honest. That's good. Another new what thing. Did you, oh, what did you use your fast passes for that day? Um, which was this Christmas day? Uh, this was, no, this wasn't Christmas. No. Yes, it was Christmas day. No, it wasn't Christmas Day, I lie. It was a different day. Uh, on Christmas Day, we used Fast Passes for... Can we get this right now? I think we had one for Splash. I think we had one for... Big Thunder. And we had one for... I can't remember what the other one was now. I've totally forgotten off the top of my head. But um, Christmas Day was mad. It was absolutely mad. But it, it was great. But it was round by the evening. And that's something I'm going to come on to a little while later. Um, the Muppets. The great moments of history with the Muppets. You've got to go and see it if you get the chance. One of the things I've always that. wanted to do funny. is to see the Muppets live. And this is just like... It's basically watching the Muppets live. Uh, there's different shows that happen throughout the day where I do different moments in history. But it's brilliant. It's so well done. And if you get a chance to see it, you must stop and watch this. Because it's absolutely brilliant. Um, another one I want to mention, this isn't Disney specific, but it's it's something that's related to going to Disney World. And we experienced Uber for the first time. Yes, I don't Uber. know if anyone has ever used Uber before, and if you've not. Yeah. Um, Uber in Disney World was so good. We wanted to go out for a couple of days to resorts and stuff. Uh, to, we went out to the premium outlets one day, uh, and it cost us like $6 each way mm. to get to the outlets. And what happened was, um, we got Uber set up on Gwen's phone using my code, which gave us a $15, $15 towards a return journey. She used that, and then when she used it, I then got one on mine and got us $15 for a return journey. We did a, re- a round trip to Universal Studios and back for $4. So, if you get a chance, Uber is really good. so good. Yeah. yeah, it should have cost sort of forty. I think the a round trip, no one one way in a taxi was forty dollars. Yeah, we we paid mm. that with me the yeah. first time we went. Uber's the way. Honestly, it's so good. And yeah. it shows you how much it's going to cost already before you actually go for the for the trip. It yeah, gives you yeah, an it does. And you pay. For, well, no, no. In in Orlando, you pay. It tells you how much yeah. it's going to cost you. So oh, this is like, yeah. Because I used it when I was there in December, and oh. it, was, it would give me an estimate. It no, give me a... we got a. This is how much it's going to cost. And we went. Yeah, yeah. thank you very much. Just and charge it straight to your card. Just you know. yeah. straight to your card. Yeah. And the big one I've missed. I've I've left till last, and I've left till last on purpose. Is cast members. 
the cast members in Disney this time, so many of them went above and beyond where they need to go. And I'll, I've got some examples sort of to give you. Um, so the first morning we were in the Magic Kingdom, we got there. And one of the things I said is that we always, kind of a tradition is, I always went to Crystal Palace for breakfast on the first morning. Couldn't get a reservation for love and money. Could not get anything at all. So um, Gwen suggested we went up to the Crystal Palace just on the off chance that maybe they had something. And we'd arrived in the park at like 7 o'clock or something like that that morning. And breakfast there didn't start till 8 so on the off chance we went over to the crystal palace walked in through the front doors looking all you know naive and this cast member called vinnie came over and said hi can i help how are you and i said well i said we haven't got a reservation we were wondering whether there might be anything for like eight o'clock to get us in but we can't get anything on the app and it's completely empty and he went he said leave it with me just tell them my name's vinnie you're my friends from england and i managed to get you a reservation for eight o'clock and we'll get you sorted and we turned up at eight o'clock, went to the window and said, hi, this is us, you know, we're friends with Vinny. And he went, yeah, eight o'clock reservation, no problems, in you come. <laughs> Just that, how good is oh that? God, amazing. I know, how amazing was that? So we didn't expect to get anything, and Vinny right. sort of is a... We just expected to get, you know, you know. just like a, ca- a counter service breakfast. Um, the Vinny, same you know, good old mate Vinny. Star Wars. I'll be trying that. Yeah, no, try and get some Vinny. Star Wars launch <laughs> day. Yeah, so well done, Vinny. Star Wars launch day. We went, we were stood in the queue for the film. Got talking to one of the cast members who was stood. You know, we were near the front, so we were having a good old chat with him. And, uh, you know, he was asking where we were from, how we were doing, you know, coming for Christmas, etc., etc. How great, blah, 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 blah. And he said, Are you going to go and meet the characters while you're in there? Are you going to go meet Chewie, Kylo, etc.? I said, Yeah, hopefully. I said, It depends how big the queues are when we get in there. He said, uh, I'll get you VIP. He said, because you've been so nice, we've just had a nice chat, I'll get you my VIP. So when you get through the other side, go and see the cast member at Chewie, and she'll get you straight in. So we actually went through, and we got we got to see Chewie without queuing. And this is not like, I didn't go, I'm a podcaster, you know, I didn't do any of that. It was just, we were, on, we were all uh, um, just there. And then when we came out of Chewie, she went, uh, well, I'll take you over to Kylo now, and you can go and see him VIP as well, so we've got a queue for that either. So we saved ourselves nearly an hour of queuing for both of those. Oh, my God. That's good, Adam, to show, like, nice... Yeah. If you have to be nice around the park, that's it. Yeah. That's so, good. Just be um, nice. So another one, um, and this kind of fits. Wow. In fact, I'm going to leave this one because it fits with the bad. But I've got another one in. Uh, <laughs> this is the the shop on the way out of Splash Mountain. One of the things that nobody will know so far, unless you're friends with me on Facebook, is that on Christmas Day in the Magic Kingdom we got engaged. Um, and it all went off swimmingly. It all went off swimmingly, and we were we'd been on Splash Mountain. We came off Splash Mountain, and we'd got our we got our York just engaged badges on, um, and because we went and got them from uh, City Hall, and uh, we went to buy a T-shirt in uh, Splash Mountain uh, shop, and we were stood there. She was like, "Oh, congratulations! You know, you just got engaged." Etc. Blah, blah blah blah. I said, "Yeah, we have." She said, uh, "If you go on any ride in Frontierland, where would you go?" I said, "Oh, I don't know. Big Thunder shouldn't be good." She went, "Yeah, come with me. I'll take you through and get you in through the Fast Pass queue." Yeah, just to say congratulations. And then the last one was I went to we were in Animal Kingdom. The only ride we hadn't done was Dinosaur. We could not get a, I couldn't get the fast passes system to work at the time. And we were near Dinosaur and I got a fast pass for something else. Um, and we were heading over to the Magic Kingdom, I think, later on that day. And we went to Dinosaur. I said, Do you know if there's any fast passes for Dinosaur? I can't get the app to work because we've got um, our last fast pass is reserved for the Magic Kingdom. I can't get it to bring up Animal Kingdom and let me look because it thinks I'm in a different park. Do you know what's, whether there was? And at that point, there was a, 
I think it was an 80 minute queue for Dinosaur. And she said, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I said, okay, don't worry. She went, no, don't worry. Come in. And just let us straight through the fast pass line. <gasps> wow. Does that so, line not have like a uh, magic band thing? Yeah, at the, at the front. And she just said, she just put our magic bands on and then she just put and uh, pressed the button to allow us in. Oh, wow. That was good. The one last thing to mention on my good list, and it's something that uh, Gwen's got on hers, I've got to put, just mention hers quickly, the dining plan. We did the counter service dining plan, and I reckon the counter service dining plan is far better than the table service. What does that include, Adam? So the counter service... I've got the table service one for when I go and sit down. Have you? I do love the table service one. I do love the table service one, but the problem was, going at the time of year we went, it was so busy, Reservations were really difficult to get, and if you wanted to change your plans, you didn't have, you couldn't do it. And I actually found that it gave us so much more freedom doing counter service. So what it includes is um, two counter service meals a day, a snack, and then your refillable drink. Um, so we would quite regularly have breakfast, maybe at the hotel or somewhere else, and then we might have a snack in the middle of the day, and then we'd have something to eat in the evening. And what we often did was found places that wasn't just burgers and chips. So we'd go and try all sorts of different counter service places, and then we could have a quick bite to eat and then move on. I do like the table service, but I don't find it's as convenient as the counter service was, and I didn't think I'd find that, but I did. Um, another one that Gwen's got on the list is characters, because obviously her only experience of characters is Paris. Uh, where it's a bit of a free-for-all when you see a character and all that sort of stuff. Whereas yeah. here, obviously characters were in lines and that sort of stuff and all those bits and pieces. And uh, the other, the only other good she's got on her list was, it's Disney. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, yeah. So that was all good. So there that's you go. Usually, it's, it's that's, is, that, is that Susan's or Katie's argument for Anna? Disney. 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 So there you go. Well, so that's, that was all my goods. I know that. Right there, John, you nailed it on the head there. And there's a, a lengthy ones, but that's all my goods. I promise you my bads and my uglies aren't anywhere near as long. So, Katie, do you want to go to your bads then and see what we've got on yours? I can do. I was just going to say, I was wondering how long it was going to take you to get to, oh, and we got engaged. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought that would have been top of the list. Look, the, the, we got engaged should have been top of the good list. I, no, because, well, yeah. I suppose it's the whole story that goes with it, and I didn't think, oh, I didn't want to go into the whole story right now about how good Disney were about it, because I know I was kind of wary that I've been talking for a long time. That's all right. I just, I just I could tell the story. I don't mind telling the story, but it's the long-winded one. So I don't have loads of bads because honestly we had an absolutely brilliant, brilliant time. But I always think this was a good, bad and ugly. It maybe focuses a little bit more on the negative. So there wasn't loads. We had a few. Um, so I mentioned before Big Thunder Mountain kind of had quite a few breakdowns, which was a bit disappointing after it had been shut for as long as it has been. You wouldn't really expect it to. But the thing that was really bad, and I understand why it happened, but it was terrible, was the stampede to get to it in the morning. Oh, it is unbelievable. So everyone, obviously, you've got extra magic hours from 8 till 10, and Frontierland's not open. So from about half past nine, there is a crowd. No matter how quiet the park is, there is a crowd at the at the rope for Frontierland and then it is just every man for himself. It is ridiculous. People need to just get over it. Um it was just unreal. There was kids getting pushed out of the way, like it was just insane. So like we kind of managed to make it work and the Alan could kind of run ahead of me, go and grab us some fast passes while I joined the queue and then he would get back to me before I was actually into the queue. 
properly so we managed to like kind of make it work but oh that stampede I understand it's because people have missed it and it's one of the biggest rides in the park or the biggest ride in the park but oh people are just silly like they need to calm down a little bit over the, the, the stampede at the start of the day it's not the best start to the day okay so that is a thing okay um, another thing was just a few kind of general maintenance things, pirates especially, I know it is going down for a long refurb, but it needs it. Um, it had quite a few animatronics kind of breaking down quite a bit. There was a few that were just missing completely. So like um, the Duelum pirates were missing completely. They weren't there at all. The Swinging Pirate wasn't there at all. Right. I noticed the Swinging Pirate. I've noticed well. on and off that it's been there, then it hasn't, then it has, then it hasn't. Yeah, yeah. But I, just, I mean, I've been quite a few times this year, and I've noticed that for the first half of the year, he was there, but he wasn't moving. Yeah. And for the second half of the year, he was just gone. Yeah. Um, and when I was there in September, the Duelum Pirates were there, and I think they were working as well. Um, but this time, they, they were just not there at all, so there was like quite an empty section of it. It was still a great ride, still went on it tons of times, but... I think it's really ready for its, its kind of refurb, so I think that's a good thing. Um, another thing I've got is something that was completely out with Disney's control. It was the fog. Um, it did make the place look really pretty, but actually it was really thick, really dense fog for pretty much the whole week that we were there. And the only time that it really affected us was on New Year's Eve because we couldn't really see the fireworks. Which was oh, no. One time you want to see them. Um, so we had a big dilemma over whether we were going to go to Disneyland Park or to the studios for the actual bells. Um, and at Disneyland, it's there's nothing special. It's it's dreams. Um, it's Disney Dreams of Christmas. And we were there for weeks. So we had lots of opportunities to see that. So we decided to go to the studios because at the studios they had the parade, which I've mentioned, which was yeah. absolutely brilliant. And they had this special Moana themed fireworks display. I hadn't seen the film at this point. Um, but I did know all the songs already, so and I love the music. Yeah. So I was really excited to see the Moana fireworks, and actually all I really saw was the sky go green and then the sky go red. Oh, no. Um, so that was not Disney's fault in the slightest. I actually think the entertainment and everything on New Year's Eve was really good. They had this live band playing, and they were, they were excellent. The atmosphere was brilliant. But I was just a little bit disappointed that I didn't get to see the special fireworks. I'm not surprised. Because of the fog. So, yeah, that was a shame. That was a bit of a... But not, not Disney's fault. So you can't you know, criticise them too That heavily. must be what it's like trying to watch the fireworks in Shanghai every night. Yeah. 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 It, must be. it was literally like the whole sky was just like cloud. So you, you would see the whole sky change. <laughs> totally. I think it must have been a brilliant fireworks show. Cause, <laughs> cause huge, I think but, so. Yeah, <laughs> so I was a bit disappointed in that. Um, you mentioned Fortpass Photographers is a good mm. thing for your Disney World one. That's definitely in my bad, but I think, again, it wasn't entirely Disney's fault. It was so cold that I think they were having a problem with their equipment. Um, right. I think their cameras were kind of shutting down because of the cold. I know I had a few problems with my phone yeah. because of the cold. Wow. Um because it was kind of minus four, minus five most of the time that we were there. It's just the so point where I tell cold. you that it was kind of between 27 and 30 nearly every day that we were there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was only 29 degrees and sunny on Christmas Day. It was rubbish. 
Yeah, well, New Year was like minus <laughs> four, I think. Minus four, but felt like about minus ten. Um, which was actually fine. I don't mind being cold at Christmas time. That's kind of what you would expect. But it was disappointing because we didn't see any photo pass photographers at any meet and greets that we did. Or oh, they've wow. in- recently introduced some um, photo pass photographers in front of the castle, but they weren't there for the whole time that we were there. Which right. I was really gutted because I was quite excited to go and get some proper photos taken in front of the castle. Yeah, I, I took advantage of the photo pass. Yeah. Is that included in your annual pass? You it's... have to buy a special photo pass that yeah. lasts a year. That's it. Okay. So, and it's, it's, it's cheaper. Mind. It's cheaper for your annual pass photo pass than it is for just a normal photo pass. So it's cheaper for one that lasts a year than it is for one that lasts ten days. Um, we we absolutely rinsed that in Disneyland Paris. We did in September when we bought it, but in. Um, December, January, and we just went. We just got all our ride photos because we didn't. There was no photo pass photographers anywhere. See, that's shame because yeah. we found that when we were there in November, all the special Christmas characters. Yeah. So Christmas Mickey and Minnie and Thumper and Miss Bunny and um, Marie in our Christmas outfit, they all had photo pass photographers yeah. with them. As they did um, the last time I was there for the Christmas season. The <laughs> only one that didn't was Scrooge. Oh, we the rest them. all did. Yeah, and they did the last time we went at Christmas, which was last year. So I think it was, I think it was because of the weather, because it was really cold, um, and it was this like kind of really dense freezing fog. So there was little bits of like frost floating in the air all the time. Oh, wow. So I can't imagine that it would be very good for the cameras. Um, so that was just a little bit disappointing. But again, I, I don't think it was really something that Disney could really could do much. No, about. it's just beyond their control, but, isn't it? It's it like we, we had... It's you know like... what, now you've said that, Katie, I've noticed on Twitter as well a few people tweeting pictures from inside Studio One, of photo pass photographers being inside Studio One. Uh... Oh, right, okay, we didn't see that at all. So, so I wonder if that's to do with the cold and... Yeah, because it's even colder now than it was when yeah. we were there. So, but that's the thing, yeah, when, maybe, it, when you're maybe. weather aligned, it's difficult, isn't it? You know, like you say with the morning. We had a day in... Um, we put one day aside, it was Boxing Day... Uh, we put aside to go to a water park because it said the weather was going to be really good, etc., etc. We went and did mini golf, and then we went to Blizzard Beach, and we probably had an hour of sunshine in Blizzard Beach, and then all of a sudden the clouds came over, and he just started throwing it down. <laughs> we were still in the middle of the water park, going, "This just isn't fun, is it?" And the one day we chose to go to the water park is one day we ended up having to leave because it was so cold in the end. There's things like that you can't do anything about it, can you? Yeah, it's just a shame because I was—I I really only wanted that one photograph in front of the castle. Um, which obviously we still took it on our phones and hmm. stuff, but you know, you just you want that yeah. Yeah, proper yeah, yeah. professional one, I don't you? Yeah. But uh, it's fine, I know I'll get it the next time I go. So it's not, I wasn't majorly upset about it, it was just a little bit disappointing. Um, my last bad is something that you're going to say it serves you right, entirely serves you right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it was quite busy because we were there for New Year, yeah. which was absolutely fine, fully expected it to be busy. Um, but as a result, there's quite long queues for things, and Alan absolutely hates queuing for anything. Oh, and we normally go like at quiet times, so we're not really used to queuing for no. more than about 10-15 minutes yeah. for anything, if I'm honest. Um, there was pretty long queues for everything, so there's one day we were in the studios, and Alan said, we haven't been on Armageddon for a really long time. Oh, you did And didn't. I was like, yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> Um, and he made me go on Armageddon and I queued for 15 minutes to get on Armageddon. Wow. 
um, which is the longest queue I've seen for Armageddon for years. But that's how busy it was. But even Armageddon had a 15-minute wait. Wow. Everything else had like an hour. Um, and I actually queued to go on Armageddon. And the whole time I was like, why are we doing this? I hate Armageddon. Why are we doing this? It's rubbish. What are we doing here? And he's like, I can't even remember if it's good or bad because <laughs> I can tell it's so long since we've been on it. And I was like, I can tell you, it's terrible. Um, so yeah, we went on Armageddon and it was as rubbish as ever. Yeah. So, you know what? To give Armageddon its due, don't it try. wouldn't be half as terrible if it wasn't for the pre... The, the, the pre-show pre- is pre-show. so long. It's I'd forgotten so how dull. long it was. It's so dull. But even the main show's pretty dull. The best... I mean, that's pretty dull. The best it time. wouldn't be as bad if you went straight from Q to main show. The best time I've been on Armageddon, it was actually quite good. It was a terrific night when they turned it into a like a house of horrors. Oh, so that might be quite cool. Yeah, it was Did quite they good make you stand through the pre-show? No, nope, there was no pre-show. The that, ride wasn't even working. <laughs> uh, there was yeah, loads of alien things around. It was good. If you could skip the pre-show... Um, I don't think it would be quite as terrible. One of my friends is going um, to Disneyland Paris for the first time in February half term. Yeah. And her little boy saw pictures of Armageddon and is really excited about it. And I was like, you really need to rein in this kid's expectations. Yeah, like, do. you can't let him go in there excited about it. That's not fair. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I just can't believe it's still going. No, I can't believe it's still going. I can't believe that anybody at Disneyland Paris actually walks into that attraction and is like, do you know what? This is. Good. You get sent to right. You get sent to work on that attraction if you've been bad, don't you? Let's be you honest. Do. Yeah. You I do. feel so sorry for them. But needless to say, Alan came off going, "Yeah, okay, I can see why yeah, we haven't rubbish. been on that for the last like ten years or whatever." Do you have any oh, other bands? And surely the only people that are going on are people that have never been before. The, I don't Honestly, know. If you, if you had any idea what it was like, you wouldn't go. No, on. you wouldn't. No. But well, I got forced to, so. Maybe there's oh, lots of people who Yeah, yeah. He thought it was something else. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know what he was thinking, to be honest. But yeah, it was as terrible as it ever has been. Any other bads? Blast. That's all my bads. That's all your bads. It okay. wasn't bad, it was good. It was okay, really I'm going to go, go through my bads then. Um, so, uh, where have we got? I started off, I said, my good was cast members who are really good, really impressed with. But also, I've got cast members on my bad. Because we did meet a few cast members who really quite just weren't willing to help at all. And actually, this was the first proper cast interaction we had after we checked in at stupid o'clock in the morning. I'll come to that in a minute. I'll come to that later. <laughs> um, was a cast member at Be Our Guest restaurant for breakfast. And we arrived at uh, the, the restaurant and we turned up at his kiosk and he said, what do you want to to eat and we said we're going to have this this and this and Gwen has got uh, is lactose intolerant and she can have egg but she can only have certain types of egg because of what it does to her and she said look is there any chance I want this but is there any chance I can have that egg fried can I have a fried egg with that and he's like no he's like not but I can't have this type of egg can I have fried egg he's like no can't do that because it's not fried egg on there she was like oh Okay, so she ordered it anyway and said, you can just have the egg. And we sat down and we actually saw a cast member in there and said, look, this is the problem. Can she have a Friday? She went, yeah, no problem. Went and got one, came out, no problems whatsoever. And that same cast member said, is there any chance I could try the grey stuff? Because I believe it's delicious. She's like, yeah, I'll get you some. Brought it out, no problems whatsoever. So it was like, oh, okay. 
not particularly great. And we had a couple of experiences like that with cast members who were just like, nah, not interested. Maybe they just come from Disneyland Palace. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they had. Um, so that was, that was, there were a couple of moments like that where we were like, oh, okay. Um, my next bad is something that I have, I've, I've nicknamed it the selfie bridge. Okay. This is the bridge by the side of the castle that kind of goes down from the hub and it goes down towards sort of Cosmic Ray, Starlight Cafe, sort of into the back end of Fantasyland where it takes you down to where the Mad Hatter's Tea Party is. I've called it the Selfie Bridge because people seem to think this is the perfect place to stand and take selfies of themselves. Now, this is a main thoroughfare through Disney and at the times when we were there, there, were, there was one time Christmas Day evening, it was the park was rammed and I mean absolutely rammed. And there's people stood in the middle of the bridge taking selfies. And I'm not talking about one or two. I'm talking about 20, 30, 40 people doing it. And Disney are standing there telling people you have to stand on the right and on the left to go up and down this bridge. And they're not stopping these people from taking up half the walkway to take selfies. And it causes this entire bottleneck. And then people get shouted at because they're on the wrong side. And they can't walk on the right side because there's all these people taking selfies. And it just, the selfie bridge irritated me. And it was like it the whole time we were there. Well, it's the side of the yeah. castle, but it, it just annoys me. This selfie bridge has become. It's just it'll blocking be, up the world. Be because if you're taking a selfie and you're against the railings of the bridge, there's no one behind. No, the that's bridge. exactly what it is. But there was some people who weren't even against the bridge. There was one woman who was it looked like she was doing some really photo shoot with her with her boyfriend, like posing yeah, in different places. Just, I was like, oh, just, just get out of the way. It's ridiculous. That's just Disney. That's that happens ball. everywhere. So that annoyed me. So there you go. Um, another one was we had a few moments where we had inaccurate wait times. Where actually we ended up waiting slightly longer than the time that was posted, which was really interesting. Um, there was one moment, and most, most of the time it wasn't too much of an issue, but there was one moment, and this was, and talk about queuing. You were talking about queuing, um, Katie. Yeah. Gwen's the same. She won't queue for more than half an hour for anything, really. Except for Carly River Rapids. Because we couldn't get a fast pass for it. She really wanted to do it. And it was a 50 minute wait. And I said, okay, we'll do it. But we've literally got to go from there straight across to, I think we had fast passes for it was either Everest or Finding Nemo. It was one or the other. And um, we'd sit in this queue for 50 minutes. And at 50 minute point, I said to her, we're nowhere near the front. I said, we've got at least another 20, 25 minutes to wait before we even get anywhere near the front. We're going to have to leave the queue. And as we left the queue, I was having a grumble, and a cast member overheard me having a grumble, and said, you've waited for 15 minutes, said, come in here, and we'll get you through the exit and get you straight on the right. So, oh. I go back to my good cast members, which was the fact that they actually did it, but also bad, because actually we had a few inaccurate wait times, which is, I've never really experienced before, and I was really surprised. I had one of those in December, I had one of those at Tower Terror, where I think it said 50 minutes, and we had to be back at the hotel for a certain time. Yeah. And I said, if it's 50 minutes, we've just got time to do it before yeah. we need to go and get a taxi. Yeah. And then it took, it, oh, it, took, it just took so long. And we, like, we were so lucky. We did make it back in time, but literally by the skin of our teeth. Yeah. And the whole, I was with people who'd never been on it before. And I was like, we've got at least half an hour before we're at the front of this queue. And they were like, no, but we've waited this long. I was like, I we're never going to make it. We're never going to make it. And I was panicking the whole way through. When you came back out, did it still say 50 minutes? Yes. Like you... And actually, as we came off, yeah. we... As... And as we came off the Collie River Rapids, the people we were stood in the queue with were still queuing. And we're like, oh wow. I was like, oh. hey. And they saw us, like, there was one couple who saw us walking away soaked, got absolutely drenched. Giving them a little wave. We got absolutely drenched, we ended up going down, we ended up going down the, uh, the hill backwards. 
So the water came over the top and we got soaked. But yeah, oh, no. you can see two of them. Look at us going. What? Weren't they? How? Have... Oh, okay. Um, we just got engaged, you see. We just got engaged. No, we. Oh no, we had by that point. No, we were engaged by that point. I was trying to work out where we were. No, we were the Animal Kingdom. Um, so um, another one of my bad. Pizza Rizzo. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm sorry guys, to be the bearer of bad news. The food was good. The outside looked brilliant. It's really clever. They've got a great sign outside saying uh, Pizza Rizzo. Uh, but wow, um, best pizzas in the city or wherever it is. And every now and again, the lights flash. So the only lights that stay on spell out it's rat pizza, which is quite clever. Um, but the actual inside decor is rubbish. It just looks like a usual counter service. Right. Do you know what it reminded me a little bit of? You know, kind of, when you go into American Adventure, uh, American Pavilion in Epcot, and you've got the kind of big counter service area on the left. Mm -hmm. It's just open and doesn't really have a massive amount of theming. That's what the inside of Pizza Rizzo looks like. And I walked you in... They're just sort of hedging their bets in case Muppets... Yeah, possibly. But I kind of thought, oh, come on, it's going to be great. There's going to be loads of, like, Muppet theming in here, linked to Rizzo and all this sort of stuff. And I walked in and I was like, there's just nothing. It's just a plain white empty space. And I was like, oh. So I was really disappointed. I was, I was really looking forward to it. We got there and walked in and I was like, this is, oh, this is it. Okay. Fine. Pizza was good, though. So I can't complain about the food, but the actual restaurant itself, if you're going there thinking, great, I'm going to have dinner in a really well-themed Muppets restaurant, it's not at all. So but then, to be fair, when it was pizza fun, it wasn't exactly No, it wasn't. But you kind of thought they'd learn from that. No. But no. Um, now, this is an interesting one, because I've seen this um, on other people's posts as well uh, since coming back. And that is the speed of hotel concierge. From what I understand... Uh, Disney have cut back on the amount of money they're putting into concierge services, therefore cutting back on staff members, therefore it takes longer to get anything done. We'd go to the hotel concierge usually to go and check what we'd spent on our hotel room and pay a little bit off to make sure we didn't have a big nasty surprise at the end of the holiday. And there were times where it took us nearly 20 minutes just to get to the front of hotel concierge to get ourselves to, to pay our bill. And we were like, we just wanted to nip in on the way to the parks as well. So we weren't talking about peak time in the evening, we were talking about first thing in the morning. And it was always busy. It was so busy, it was ridiculous. Admittedly, they had some nice stuff on the front. They had cookies one day, and they had popcorn another day, and they had candy canes another day. You just go and help yourself. Except for the popcorn, the, the cookies had a really strong minty flavour, and it was just wrong. It was really weird. But um, the speed of the concierge has gone downhill massively from experiences I've had in the past, just the amount of time you had to wait for, which was a real shame. And it seems that several other people actually posted on Facebook that they've had the same issues as we had. Different hotels? Different hotels, yeah. No, different hotels. And when I mentioned it, to said we had the same experience, someone else posted, yeah, they've actually cut the budget for hotel staff. And that's why. Um, the last one that I'm going to mention, I think, on the bad... Uh, oh, well... Gwen's actually put on her flight delays. It's not Disney's fault, but it was awful. And I'll come to that because that's actually made it to my ugly. Um, the other one she put is rude people and too many of them. Um, too many people, not too many rude people. Um, there were some. There were a lot of rude Hang on, people. I think I, I think I remember this text. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so oh, basically, okay. it was. A, it, there were times where it was absolutely rammed. Christmas Day evening in the Magic Kingdom, you could not move. There were that many people. There was a 50-minute wait for Stitch's Great Escape. 
shut up. No. Oh my god, it's closed. I know. Well. Right? 50 minute wait. We didn't get on it in the end. We, I was like, we'll go on it, because, you know, but it's now, I know, it's, it's gone now, isn't it? Um, 50 minutes it was. It was absolutely insane. And we kind of, for Christmas Day, said we weren't going to do many rides. We're just going to go enjoy, get the chances that we wanted. What we did do, and here's a great tip for you, we did the Pirates Adventure. And if you do two quests from the Pirates Adventure, you get a free fast pass for Pirates of the Caribbean. So, we did it, like the first couple of days we did the Pirates Adventure twice, kept the fast pass for Christmas Day, went and used it, didn't have to use it as an extra fast pass. So there's a little bit of a tip, it was going to be busy, but it was rammed, it was, we just could not move, we had the most unromantic Christmas evening dinner, which was, uh, we'd gone and got food from, um, from Cosmic Rays, and we'd sat on the floor in front of the castle in order to watch um, the... Was it the fireworks or the projection show? It was one or the other. We'd sat on the floor trying to eat our food, surrounded by people who were pushing and shoving, and it was just claustrophobic and, and romantic. But um, there was just a huge amount of rude people that we encountered. Now, I'm going to be careful how I word this. There was a large number of people from the Southern Hemisphere who were taking photos on rides with Flash, who were shouting out on rides, who were... Uh, there was one person who filmed the whole of Pirates of the Caribbean from the front row with their light on. The whole ride, the entire thing all the way around. And they would push, and they would shove, and they would stick their children in places where there wasn't space for them. And I got to a point where I was about ready to do something to somebody. Um, but it was just, it was unbelievable, unreal. Worse than, you know, we meant about the French being rude. It was worse than that. It really was. And there were, there were Christmas Day, by the end of the day, when we left. Because what happened was, there was so much pushing and shoving. And there were people trying to cram, they were trying to cram their buggies in spaces that didn't exist. And they just didn't care. And then it got to a point where they started putting kids on top of bins. And then, of course, kids were going on shoulders, even though they were right near the front. And they could have held them up and that sort of stuff. We actually gave up trying to watch it from the front at the end. And we couldn't walk. We turned around and looked down Main Street. You couldn't get down Main Street because there were so many people. And we watched uh, the Christmas Wishes from the end of Main Street. We actually had to go all the way out. And they had the back entrances open. We went all the way around the back and came out down the bottom of Main Street and watched it from the bottom of Main Street by the tree. Uh, and then escaped as soon as it finished because it was just unreal the amount of people that were pushing and shoving and all that sort of stuff because uh, it was so busy. So that was a bit of a disappointment. Uh, but Would that, you go for Christmas Day again? I just would ask that. I wouldn't go to the Magic Kingdom for Christmas Day again. I would go somewhere. I've done Magic Kingdom for Christmas Day. If I was there for Christmas Day, I would go to another park entirely. It's weird because you kind of. It, you know what we expect Christmas Day to be like? And all of a sudden, on Christmas Day, I was in shorts and t-shirt and flip-flops, in the sunshine, in 29 degrees. And yes, everyone was going around saying, Happy Christmas, Happy Christmas, Happy Christmas, you know, and it was Christmas Day, but it didn't feel like Christmas Day, and it was a little bit unusual. Um, it was a good unusual, but I certainly wouldn't touch the Magic Kingdom again on, on Christmas Day. Just got Epcot and gone to the English Pavilion a few times. Yeah, done that. Uh, it was, but looking at the other parks, there are a lot, lot quieter than, than the Magic Kingdom was on Christmas Day. But that's probably because everyone goes to the Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day, like we did, because we're fools. But uh, there you go. That's all of my bads. Do you have any uglies? Uh, 
I don't have many uglies. I do have a couple of okay. uglies, but I don't have many. Um, and actually, a couple of them are kind of similar to what you've just been saying, really. Um, so my first one is people putting kids on their shoulders. It doesn't matter. It just winds me up so much. Um, it only really badly affected us on one night when we were trying to watch Dreams. And we had a, like quite a nice spot. We hadn't waited like... A couple of times we waited like a good hour before, so we had a really good spot and weren't affected. But there was one night where we went up maybe half an hour before, 20 minutes before, something like that. So we knew we weren't going to have as good of a spot. That was fine. But we had a not too bad spot about halfway down Main Street. And literally as soon as it started, this whole line of people in front of us, just all of them, hoisted yeah. their kids up onto their shoulders. Yeah. And we weren't miles away. They could have seen it. They could have lifted them up to adult height. I have no problem with people lifting them up to the same height as an adult. Um, because that's no different from another, another adult, adult yeah. in front of you. But I, it's so selfish. Um, I understand why people do it, but I personally would not do it. Um, I, I don't and it just why you do it. Up. You don't need to. You really don't need to. It just winds me up. It's so selfish. Yeah. Um, and that night, we ended up having to move. But because it had already started, we couldn't get a good spot. And I ended up watching Dreams Through a Tree, which was ridiculous. It was, <laughs> it was the only thing I could say anything. Yeah. And I wanted to stay. We'd waited for it, so it, didn't, it seemed a bit kind of churlish to just leave. So we did stay and we did watch it, but I watched it through a tree because of people putting the, kids on their shoulders. That, that, you seem like a bad person. If you go, excuse me, can you put your kid down? Like, you seem like a bad person. Yeah. Exactly. And you know that, you like, oh. we had the same experience because on the Christmas day, I remember now, we were watching the Christmas stage show. And actually, I've missed it off my good, but all the Christmas entertainment was brilliant. And we were watching the Christmas stage show and it was so, the kids had got on people's shoulders and she's not particularly tall I could just about see it she had to watch it through somebody's iPad who couldn't see it but was watching it through their iPad so she could watch it through the iPad as well it's the only way she could see the show because all the people put kids on their shoulders there's just no need for that so people with children don't do it at food no it's rubbish um, my next ugly is kind of on a similar theme of just people being selfish and rude um, the shuttle bus to Magic Circus. Oh, it's mad. It's a free It's the for reason all. that I wouldn't stay there again. I think the hotel itself was lovely. It was a really nice hotel, but I will not stay out there again. It's free for all. Because of that shuttle bus. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I've never seen people behave so badly. They were climbing over buggies yeah. to get on the bus first. Yeah. And I was like, you do realise there's another one in 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> there's literally no need for this. We got talking to a woman in the queue who had a little boy. Who we got talking to, and the little boy was autistic, and yeah. big crowds really yeah, bothered yeah, him, yeah. which is totally understandable and a reasonable thing. Big crowds, I don't love them. And this little boy got pushed and shoved out of the way yeah. by just the rudest people. And I was like, there's another bus. You can see another bus. There's another bus it's right over there. It's coming. It was, and it was just ridiculous. Yeah. And... They, they didn't count people onto that bus either, so God knows how many people actually got crammed onto that bus. It was definitely over whatever the limit was. Um, and it, that is the reason that I wouldn't stay in one of those hotels, because all of those four hotels share a bus. Yeah. I was about to say that, because I'm, I'm staying in the castle one in April. Oh, yeah. uh, April, well, it'd be a bit better, it's not going to be. I think, Katie, when you went, was it, was it one bus servicing four hotels, or was it servicing two? Four. Oh, wow. See, when, I, when we went, I think it was, 
when we were much lucky there was there was there was servicing two. Marathon and weekend another, another bus for the other two. Marathon weekend they were servicing one bus per hotel. Well, this was new, yeah. So this was busy. Yeah, you were. So, but it was one. It was one bus for four hotels. Most of the time, there was a couple of nights where it only went to like two or three. But most of the time, it was servicing all four of them. And it was just. I don't think the bus. Pro- I don't think the bus was the problem because the bus was really regular and we always managed to get on it. Yeah. And I don't think the bus was the problem. The people, the people and their attitude and enough. their selfishness was the problem. Um, is that all you would please? Um, my only other ugly was something that was entirely not Disney's fault at all. Um, it was just a thing that happened that wasn't very nice. And it was the first time I've ever had any problem getting the TGV from the airport. Right. Um, so this is the first time we hadn't booked our ticket in advance yeah. because we weren't 100% sure which train we were going to be yeah. able to get. Because um, our plane landed at about nine, there was one at ten o'clock and I think there was another one at about half past ten or something. Right. We weren't sure which one we were going to be able to get, so we just turned up. There was no second class tickets left, so we bought a first class ticket, so it cost us a little bit extra. Yeah. Um, but we were there in time for the ten o'clock train, so we waited till the platform Ten o'clock in the morning? Up. Ten o'clock in the morning, yeah. yeah. Waited till the platform went up. Um, everyone started to move to go down to the platform because, you know, they, they put it up quite last yeah, minute and yeah. then everyone kind of stampedes. So we went down, got to the platform, there was a train already on the platform, so we got on it, we sat down, and this was about 10 minutes before it was due to leave. And then it left, and I was like, this train's not due to leave for another 10 minutes, oh, why wow. is it moving? Were you on the wrong train? And we, I was in such a panic because I didn't know what train we were on, and this is like this has never happened before. So I quickly paid for some internet on my phone. We were desperately trying to look up because you know the trains from yeah, there yeah, go yeah. to Spain, they go to Brussels, and like I was like, oh no, like this is supposed to be a ten-minute journey. Like who knows where the next stop's going to be? Because some of the stops are like it might be going to like Marseille. Or yeah, yeah. So I was in such a panic because I was like, this train is not due to leave for another ten minutes. Why is it moving? And I was, I was nearly crying. I was in such a panic. And we were frantically trying to look up the timetable. Couldn't find a timetable yeah. anywhere online. Then they put out an announcement that mentioned Mon Valley, or I thought it did. Yeah. And I was like, did they just say something about Mon Valley? And I was like, I don't know, because I was trying to look for the timetable. I didn't hear what it said. So I was shouting at him, um, because obviously that was going to help. And as it happened, the train did stop at Mono Valley, and That's I have lovely. not yet worked out what train we were on. Well, you were on a train, so... Well, I, I managed to look up the timetable later on, and there was no train at 10 to 10, which is what time it left. There was no train to Disney at 10 to 10 on that day. There was one at 10, wow. and there was one at half 10. Who knows, weird. So I have literally no idea, but thankfully, was, but thankfully it did right. stop at Mono Valley, so well, jump off the train. My ugly continues kind of with your theme, which is travel. And, uh, Here we go. I had a journey to Disney, which I I want to forget rapidly. Um, now, episode. this is not Disney's fault. Well, part of it-ish was Disney's fault, but I, I think you can forgive them. So we decided that we were when we were looking at, looking at flights, we could get a direct flight from London to Orlando for £1,400 each. Not particularly cheap. We were able to get a flight which had a connecting stopover at um, Miami for £400 each. So, of course, what are you going to do? You're going to get that one, aren't you? 
we had a six-hour stopover in Miami when we'd landed. We were told it would be six hours. And I'd actually said originally, I said to Gwen, you know, maybe we should hire a car and drive up from Miami. And she was like, no, it's only six hours, we'll be fine. I said, it takes us three hours to drive up. We'll be there three hours earlier. It's not going to save us a huge amount because we're not going to do anything that evening, etc., etc. So we thought, right, six hours, actually. By the time we got there, we'd been and had some dinner. We had a wander around the airport. You know, we went and settled ourselves down towards the gate where we are going to be leaving, that sort of stuff. Most of that time passed reasonably quickly. We were we were told we were on time, we were on time, we were on time. About an hour and a half, two hours before our flight was due to take off, we were told there was a delay of 25 minutes. I'm like, okay, I'm with the delay of 25 minutes, that's not a problem. Then all of a sudden we had a delay of two hours. And we were like, oh, great. And then we waited those extra two hours, and about 20 minutes before that two-hour delay was up, we were told we were going to be delayed another two hours. And the reason we were delayed was because, now get this, get this, the flight, the plane landed on time and was in on time for us to take off on time. We had a air crew who were ready to take the plane back out. We had no pilots. They were somewhere. We don't know where. Then, all of a sudden, we were told we'd got pilots, but now we hadn't got air crew because the air crew had now been put onto another, another plane to go somewhere else. But the air crew was sat in the departure lounge with us, waiting for their plane. So we'd got a plane, then we hadn't got pilots yet, and we hadn't got an air crew, even though the air crew was sat over having coffee and relaxing in the corner. Then all of a sudden we got pilots, which was great. We still hadn't got an air crew, and we were going to be delayed because we were still waiting for an air crew to come in from somewhere else. And the other air crew was still sat there, still waiting. And then all of a sudden... We had an air crew, and our, the other air crew was still sat waiting for their plane. And we were over four hours delayed by this point, so we'd been in the airport nearly ten hours. We should have taken off at 10 p.m. to land at half past ten in Orlando. We didn't take off till, like, 2, 2 a.m., something like that. Um, we then landed in Orlando... And when we landed in Orlando, uh, it turns out there were lots of other planes that had also been delayed, as well as ours. Um, and they were Delta flights as well. So, um, oh, and the flight itself was crazy. It's only a 35-minute flight, so you literally go up, you get the lights goes off for five minutes, so you can go to the toilet, put it back on, you land again. But the crew we had clearly did not care. They were terrible. They weren't even in proper uniform. They were in whatever they fancied. The attempt to actually give you a blanket. Go and ask for a blanket. So you should try and get a bit of kit. They kind of went, oh, there's one somewhere. And found a one. It was just a mess. And you could tell from the tannoy system that the air crew were not interested in being there whatsoever. They were annoyed. So we finally landed at Orlando International Airport at stupid o'clock. Thank God we'd already gone through customs at Miami Airport. So we didn't have to contend with that. We got our bags eventually, and they took a little while to come out. And then we got to Disney's Magical Express, and this is my other ugly, Disney's Magical Express outbound journey. We got there to find they couldn't find our reservation on the system, even though we booked a Magical Express, and it turns out we were on the system because we got our little envelope on the door on the way back. And not only that, there were so many flights that had come in together, Disney didn't have enough buses running in order to get everybody to the airports in a reasonable time. And they said that you were going to be waiting at least 30 to 45 minutes for your bus. And this was like half past three in the morning. And it ended up being all of these queues for all of the resorts full of people with everybody just laying down on the floor trying to get some sleep because everyone was so delayed. 
Our, our journey time should have been about 19 hours in total to get to Disney World. It took us 27 hours to get from our hotel in England to our hotel in Disney World. And it meant that when we got up on the first morning to go to the parks, we just weren't in any fit state for anything. We ended up coming back. I think we were actually in bed asleep by half past seven that evening uh, because of the mess Delta had made and how it had a knock-on effect on everything else when, when we turned up. It's about the only time, though, during the day where there was no queue for concierge. So if you need help, go at four o'clock in the morning. Um, but it was just insane. It was madness. So we, if we'd have known originally that we were going to have such a delay, I think we'd have got a car and driven up. Um, who, who, who said that? It went, we should get a car. That would, yeah. that would annoy me. Yeah, we should have got a car in the end and, and driven up. We'd have, been there, we'd have been there kind of seven hours earlier than we actually ended up turning up. So it was absolutely insane. So that that's my bad. And, and, you know, it's not necessarily Disney's fault, but it didn't help when we got there and they hadn't got enough buses running and they couldn't find us on the system and all this sort of stuff. So that was a massive downer. So the, it took because us a good... time difference Exactly. Well. That's, that's 3 o'clock in the morning. That 3 o'clock in the morning was, was 8 a.m. So we had been up, like, over 24 hours by that point and hadn't really slept much on the plane. Um, because you don't really try to sleep at the airport but there was some English family who got a small kid who had been who had decided it was going to make loads of noise and run around the airport really loudly while everyone was trying to get some kit um, so that was good and the other bit about it as well is um, Delta didn't uh, offer any food or anything to anybody we had, even though we were delayed over four hours um, we couldn't go back out of security because we were in our departure wing and all of the food and shops and all of that sort of stuff had closed down because it was late at night and all the flights would normally have left so oh, we were standing there we had no food not the way you want to play at Disney World absolutely nothing so, so they are the dangers of connecting flights so there you go. But, but there you go. That's that was yeah. It wasn't. It was all right the way back. <laughs> all the way back. All the way back. We what we did actually, and there's a good there's something to a good tip. We had a ten hour stopover in Miami on the way back. What we actually did arrived in Miami just before we arrived there. We booked a day room in the hotel in the Miami International Airport. Uh, International Hotel that's in the airport. Booked a day room, so you just basically get the hotel room from ten till six, and uh, we went and slept. For like four or five hours because we'd been up since quarter to three in the morning to get the Magic Express back. We'd slept for, for five, six hours, which meant when we got up and we went to get on our plane back to, to England, we'd already had a load of sleep and it meant that actually the jet lag wasn't as bad when we got back. There you go. As a tip. So, so yeah, there we go. So it could have been, it could have been worse, but, um, oh, the other thing on my bad and my ugly, getting engaged, that was the other one I forgot to mention. <laughs> I will I will tell you quickly about the engagement thing because actually I've got to say a massive thank you to Disney for it. Um, what happened was is we did get engaged on Christmas Day in the Magic Kingdom. Um, we did it in the middle of the afternoon, and uh, I I spoke to the Disney customer experience group and sort of said, look, this is what my plans are. This is what I plan on doing. It's going to be Christmas Day. We want to make it a good day, um, and I booked. Um, I want to get, you know, remember it. So there was a couple of people who got to say massive thank you to Anna, who her and her daughter, they were in Magic Kingdom on the day and they actually arranged, and we got it arranged with them to um, meet me in the uh, East Plaza Gardens and actually video it for us. So we actually got, got it on video, the actual proposal. Um, but I also spoke to Disney and said, look, I'd really love to get some photos of it if possible. Is there anything we can do about it? And uh, the guest experience team actually turned and said, yeah, 
what I can do for you is we can get a fast pass photographer in that location for that moment when it happens. Uh, can you send us some photos of what of the pair of you so we know what you look like, so the, the cast member knows what you look like, so they know when to expect it to happen. Um, so I've been dealing with Disney experiences for a couple of months at this point, and she said, what are your plans for the day? Because obviously it's Magic Kingdom, you need to get in early, you need to be there by, by 11 o'clock because the chances the park might close. I said, well, we've currently got breakfast reservations for 9 o'clock for Chef Mickey's in the morning before we go to Magic Kingdom. She went, 9 o'clock, she said, you'll be pushing it. Um, I said, well, that's the only one I could get was anyone available. She went, leave it with me. She went to the food and beverage team. She came back and she said, look, I've managed to get you an earlier reservation. I've managed to get you breakfast for 20 past seven in the morning so you can have breakfast and get into the parks and you're there before it closes. Um, so I obviously approached Gwen and said, hey, guess what? We've got breakfast at 20 past seven. She was like, what? That's ridiculous early. Why does it have to be that early? Obviously, it's completely unaware of what it is that I've got planned for the rest of the day. Um, we, oh, we bought ourselves some Christmas presents and I, I bought her a tiara to wear on Christmas Day. <laughs> Much to her. I'm like, why have I got a tiara? And I've got a really ugly, I bought an ugly Christmas, Disney Christmas jumper. Uh, t-shirt jumper thing uh, which I, I had doubts said actually I'm not going to wear it Christmas Day I don't want to wear it because I didn't want to look full when I proposed and she was like no you've got to wear it Christmas Day you can't, can't not wear it I've got to wear a tiara um, so eventually we went into the park and uh, at bed on 12 o'clock I actually I proposed in these plaza gardens and we've got it all on video and got loads of photos from Disney as well so they took a load of photos of the actual proposal and, uh, and then we went for dinner at Tony Town Square and got our badges and all that sort of stuff. So I have to say a big thank you. I have to say a massive thank you to Disney um, because they helped pull it all off. So there we go. Um, Yay, that's congratulations. That. So there you go. So, so Disney one, all good. There yeah, you've seen the video. Um, so talking about special occasions and special events that are going on in, uh, in Disney parks, uh, we've got some news, John. What are we doing? We're going to the anniversary on it as well. We are going to be in Disneyland Paris. We're going to be in Disneyland Paris on the twenty-fifth anniversary. Uh, I put something out recently. About three or four people already said that they're going to be there. So if you're going out for the twenty-fifth anniversary, you're actually going to be there on the day. Send us an email, radio@disneybrit.com, and. Uh, and it'd be good to see how many people we can find and see if at some point we can just meet up and all say hello to everybody. And depending on whether there might be um, there might be some presentations and stuff like that that might go on on the 25th anniversary. I kind of guess there'll be something happening. Mm. And if so, I've been watching videos of the 20th, and it seems that they did like a big presentation. They did on the, on the actual day, so it might be that we could yeah. we could get together and do something there or something like that. I don't know. So. So we'll see what we can do with regards to that. But it'd be good to see see people and that sort of stuff. So, uh, yeah, very excited for that. I'm excited. It's the first time I've been in a park on the actual... On the actual anniversary, yeah, which is cool. Now, as it's um, 2017, it's a new year, and you know how we always had the lovers and open doors, our end music? I thought we'd change our end music. We'd have something a little bit different from now on. So for 2017, this is our Disney Rip outro. Yeah! <laughs> I knew you'd be pleased. Yeah. Anyway, thank you uh, for joining us. So I want to say a big thank you to Gareth. Thank you, Adam. It's lovely hearing about you. Yeah, it's, it's been great. So thank you for joining us. Thank you, Susan. Oh, what can I say? Except you're welcome. Uh, yes. <laughs> that'll do it, yeah. You thought about that one, haven't you? Thank you, John. Oh. John, thank you, John. Thank that, you, that, thank, there we go. Oh man, and thank you, Katie. Thanks. 
Right, we'll be back in two weeks' time. What we're going to be talking about on the bite side is uh, Katie's going to be talking about her experience of going to Disney World with Destination Dream stuff that she's just done, which will be cool to hear about the different experiences she's had with that. And uh, that'll be kind of, yeah, that'll be bite size in two weeks' time. But if you want to contact us before then, you can make reaches on radio at disneybrit.com. You can also go over to Twitter at DisneyBrit, and you can find us on Facebook, which is uh, forward slash DisneyBrit Podcast. And of course, go to disneybrit.com, and you can find all the previous episodes that we've got on there as well. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably about it from us. Is anything else? Have I missed anything? I don't think so. Okay, it's just it's nice to be back. It's nice to be back, yeah. yeah. We, we do apologise for our extended delay, but we are back now, so it's all good. And we will see you in two weeks' time. So until then, we'll see you. Bye! Bye.